Welcome into the Bowler Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder. I'm Richard Skinner. We're going to look back at uh, Friday night's playoff loss to St. Xavier. What's still ahead for the Moeller football team? Because there is still something ahead for Moeller as uh, we kind of recap things. And we've got a couple more podcasts down the road to maybe look ahead to next season. But there is another game for Moeller on the horizon we'll talk about in segment number two. But first off, let's look back to this loss to X. 45-14, and, and Mark, early on, they uh, they hit you with a touchdown drive, and you respond with Alec Weider on a kickoff return and think, all right, got it right back. And then it was like a landslide, and they just were that much better on this particular night. I know you thought going in, based on that last game, um, you had a fighting chance, and I think sometimes you just got to look across and go, you know, when, when St. X is good, they're really good. Yeah, no, I mean, they just play out, outplayed us. There, there's no question about it. They, they outcoached me. They, they outplayed us. Um, they, they were certainly the better team that night. And uh, hats off to them. I mean, I, I thought that they came in and, and did a really nice job, really, um, in all three phases. I mean, I thought we had a good day on kickoff return. But really, the in all three phases, I thought that they played uh, quite well. I mean, they were humming on offense. I mean, they – uh, I think they scored six touchdowns in the first five drives is what it felt like, you know. <laughs> so um, they, they literally went six for six and on their first whatever number of drives, six drives, and, and um, got us out in space. They made us, they made us miss a lot, and, um, you know, they were, they were really good on defense. I mean, they were shutting us down, but, uh, I mean, defensively, we just we were not – we didn't play as well as we needed to to be able to win that game. Um, and they played really well. So, I mean, hats off to them. I think uh, Coach Speck does a nice job. I think that they've got a chance. I think this will be an interesting game between them and Elder coming up. I think that's uh, St. X is going to have a real shot to, to win it all this year. They're, they're, um, they're playing really well right now. I think that they're, they're humming. They, Ignatius on. They've yes. been, well, maybe even second half against you guys on, to be yeah. honest with you. Right, yeah, but Ignatius certainly on. They have been a machine, and it doesn't matter – who the quarterback is, whether it was the kid that played against you or the kid, the kid who played last week against Walnut or Brogan McKay, the starter, who the last two games for him, all he's done is throw for uh, you know almost 800 yards and, and nine yeah. touchdowns, for goodness sakes, against two good football teams. I mean, you guys yeah. in, in, in St. Ives, two great football programs. Yeah. I, I think it shows you that um, – and I think it's the way you thought your football team was going. You got playing your best at the right time, and unfortunately then you run into a ball saw that's playing even better at the right time and yeah. is a better football team. Yeah, I know, and the, and the ball started getting away from us. That was that was uh, the ball started rolling downhill really, really fast, and and couldn't catch up. But no, they, I mean, I, I was concerned going into it. You know, watching that Ignatius game. I mean, they threw for five fifty. The only reason they stopped was that their, their quarterback got hit and uh, knocked out of the game. They threw for five fifty against them, and and just how much space they were playing. They were they were a different game plan this time than than they were the the previous. They uh, they they did not get in nearly as many condensed sets. I mean, they were they were spacing that thing out from sideline to sideline, trying to create as much space, putting their athletes on our athletes, and and um, and, and, and explain that to people because even in the last meeting, they would go with four wide receiver sets, but some of their four wide receiver sets were inside the numbers, some barely outside the tackle area, kind of as you mentioned in a condensed area where they would almost have a, a not a stack but kind of a bunch of two on each side, not even really a slot. It was really tight settings. And, and explain to people when you see because they're like, well, I saw four wides the last time. What's the difference between four wides this time? Yeah, well, I mean, yes, there's part of that. I mean, they were condensing it uh, at times. That's that's part of what they do. They get in like call them bunches or snugs and and relatively close. And and then 
um, that that can at times limit what a, an athlete is capable of doing. Right? If, see, if you've got uh, five yards on each side in an open field tackle situation, that's more than, than two yards on right. each side for, for you to be able to do something with it. So um, they were getting in more – empty and spreading it out as far as they possibly could. And, and frankly, even just, just quick passes to guys um, and letting them go try to make something happen in space. And, and they did. And, and so that was, that was part of it. And, and then, I mean, frankly, I, I saw this coming. It's not like, I mean, we were, we were in, in what, what is our um, dime package, you know, where we're in three down and uh, putting as many um, skill kids on the field as we can. Um, we went into the game plan doing that early because I, I kind of anticipated this. I mean, it's not like I didn't see this coming from from what they were doing um, and what I thought they would attack us with. So we were doing that, and then um, then that, that opened up the run. Right, because that dictates – if they're good enough, and, and it sounds so simplistic, right, I'm going to spread you out, and I'm going to tell you you're going to either go man across – um, or you're going to put two safeties deep, and then I'm going to have numbers. But you also got to have the athletes to spread you out with, the quarterback to be accurate when sure. you do that. But when you have that, which they have, they can come to the line of scrimmage and go, one, two, three, four, and I got one, two, three, four, five to block the four, and now I'm going to run it. And then you have to say, all right, let's get a safety down in there to help. And then he goes, okay, I got man here and man here and man here and man here, and he's really accurate. Yep. He's going to pick out his matchup. And it, it's again, like I said, it, people hear that and they think, why doesn't everybody do this? Well, you got to have a quarterback who's accurate. You got to have athletes on the perimeter, um, and you've got to be able to have that thing to dictate to you. And they just happen to have that. Yeah, I mean, and exactly right. So, I mean, I, I was trying to overcompensate for the perimeter because uh, you're trying to to uh, limit them from just being able to throw it out there and get seven. You're just, you know, and it's, at times I would have taken seven, you know, but uh, <laughs> it would have been but, death by many knives yeah, instead. Yeah, but so you're doing that. So you're just, you're limited in the box. And I mean, there was a couple of times where you looked at our box and, and, um, you know, we got four guys in a box. You just can't stop the run that way. And, and, but I'm trying to, to make up for, for them spitting the ball out there. And then on top of that, I mean, you looked at them against Ignatius. They they ran the and go play twice for touchdowns, where you're you're doing the bubble or the now um, pump and, and you're go jumping and, and, yes. and yeah now and and they threw two touchdowns that way. So you, you obviously see that not only do they have that, but then they've got uh, the the ability to throw it over your head on on those if you're not disciplined with it. So. Um, it, they they were very much getting a lot of green grass and and causing us some trouble that way and and very effectively. So no caps off to to them. I thought that they had a really good plan against us and and um, and then their players played well. I mean we we had some and, and the, the open field tackles are not easy. I mean I, I was a uh, I was a defensive back. I mean I remember the the terrible terrible feeling of like you see that guy catch the football and, and the you're broken 10 yards and, and the away. broken ankles coming, man. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> ten yards away and you're like, okay, here we go. I, and uh, I was a very very limited athletically guy too, so you're uh, that was always the the dreaded. Uh, okay, yep. you know it's me and him and and there's ten yards and he's got and he's gonna juke me yeah, and I'm gonna look foolish. Yeah, I, I, I got this. I mean that's the guys that can do that. They make the money doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's you know? good point. So. Um, you know that that was happening because those are hard tackles. I mean, then half the time they end up being arm tackles, and if you can run through that arm tackle, then and it's, like you said, it's one on one, and that means yeah. gone. Yeah, and then, and then he he it's rallying to it, and but that's fifteen yard right. later, you know. So uh, no, I and mean, they did a good job, and I think it's um, 
Yeah, they got a very good team, well coached, and and um, you know it's a shame that the the GCL teams are on the same side of the bracket. But um, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup. I wish I could go watch it. Yeah, um, I, I do want to go back to to the early part of the game because you are coming off that win over Hamilton. You do have some momentum. It feels like. All right, just give me something good to happen early, and let's see how that that goes for you guys. How how was the feeling on the sideline? Maybe even for your mental state when Alec returns the kickoff to answer their touchdown, and you look up, bang, man, right back seven seven. We don't have to do anything other than, hey, let's now go get a stop, and now momentum's back on our side. At least at that point, what did it feel like for you guys on the sideline? Yeah, I don't think anybody walked onto that field with a lack of confidence. I, I certainly hope not. I mean. Um, I, I think that we walked out of the locker room ready to go with, with a belief that we were um, a good enough team to, to go do it. And and, um, and so, yeah, they marched down the field on us quickly, um, which which wasn't great. But, you know, we answered right away. I mean, Alec went and did a great job and um, didn't get caught on this one. You yep. know, which we, you know, <laughs> I talked to him after the game and, and – uh, said something about that. I saw him at the JV game, and he's like, that's all I was thinking. As I broke free, I was like, I can't get caught. I can't get caught. So, yeah, he went and scored on that one. I, you know, I think that there was a, an excitement of, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're fine. And, um, and then they just kept, you know, making drives on us. And, and I got to I got a better plan. I got to, I got to put us in a better position than what I did to, to be able to win that game. I want to talk about Alec for a second because uh, we've talked about him as a returner a few times. He ends up averaging 34 yards on 18 kickoff returns. It's not like he averaged 34 yards on three returns, for goodness sakes. Um, punt return-wise, averaged 13 yards, um, had that 39-yarder that set up the score in the East Central game. Uh, little guy, 5'5", five, five, and, and you know you look at that and you think, all right, he's got to be super fast, super quick. And he doesn't really look like that to me, but he's very effective. Um, what makes him such an effective return guy? Yeah, well, I, I think he's a good football player. I mean, that's uh, that's – First and foremost, I mean, he's a couple things. I, I think, you know, his long speed, I don't know, you know, what, what his 40 and all that type of stuff is, but but uh, short area quickness, I mean, he's he's pretty good. Um, I mean, he can get from here to that door in, in a really short time. I mean, he's fast, uh, and he's he's a strong runner. He doesn't go down with um, – Despite the size. I mean, like I said, 5'5", five, five, what, a buck 50 if you're lucky? <laughs> yeah, well, but I would say this. I mean, if you look at him, I mean, he's – it, he's short, but he's not. It's not like he's all skin and bones. Right. Yeah, he's yeah, got no, a strong right, right. lower yeah, body. Right. I mean, uh, his legs are strong, you know. So he doesn't go down with like just a simple arm tackle. I mean, he's he's a strong runner, a hard runner. Um, you know, good short area quickness. Uh, he's not going to go down easy, and and he hits it. You know, I mean, that's the other part is he's not hesitant. He he hits it, and and so. Uh, he's done and, a nice and, job. And, and not to cut you off, but 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 you know when I watch good return guys, I think that is that is the thing that separates them. It's it's they trust their ability. They also trust that the blocks are being set up, and they yep. don't hesitate. They know where they want to go with it. They hit it. Occasionally, you see them get spilled quickly because that little gap gets filled. But if you do that and you hit it, suddenly it's not a 20-yard return. It is a 40 or a yeah. 50 or a 96 for a touchdown. And it feels like just watching him, the one thing I do think he does great is he does hit it. How much of that is just instincts and some returners have that and some just don't? Um, well, I, I think that, yeah, I think some of it's innate. Some guys have that ability. And, and, I mean, you just like you watch, you know, running backs and you can coach them all you want, but some guys just, you know, they they slow down at the right times. You 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 wouldn't even necessarily be able to say that as a coach until you put the film on and slow mo it. You know up. they yeah they just have a feel to to slow down to set up a block or or hit it a million miles an hour and and 
you know, what what is it that makes, you know, why does that guy do that? I don't know. That's what makes him great, though. And I, I think that Alec has some of that. I, I, th- I think it took us a couple weeks. I mean, coming in from a different level took us a couple weeks to – really put together what what was going to allow us to be successful in kickoff return. Um, you, you know, we, had, we adjusted our scheme a little bit midway through the season. Uh, I think it fit us better, and, and I think that we collectively did well, and he specifically did really well um, on those kickoff returns. And then, I mean, punt return, we're, we're not a complicated – we're a get a body on a body and, and go hit a, a crease and, and – Hit it, and, and he does a good job of that. He's got good vision, hits it fast. But I think some. And I think he just, does a good job catching the ball too. And yes. there, there are a lot of high school punt. It's one of my pet peeves, and I bring it up a lot. There's a lot of high school punt returners who a misjudge where they should stand, and then b a lot of times are really hesitant to come up that ten yards to catch that wobbly punt that when it hits, a lot of times takes that twenty yard bounce. And you never see that in the stats, right? You never see yeah. that him saving you those twenty yards because he no. doesn't get credit for that return. But there's a lot of a lot of high, there's a lot of college pro punt returners that aren't good at that. He seems really confident in coming up to catch the ball in tough catch situations. Absolutely, no. I mean, I, I got a background in special teams, and right. I, I've been through some of uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I've been through a uh, you know couple years of um, guys where you're you're just going. You, you got to just go field the ball, man. You, I mean, just. You know, use your fair catch, and we do a million drills, people around them, all this, that, and the right. other. But but sometimes when the lights come on, guys just don't have that courage to go do it. And uh, I think he does. He he is, you know, go fair catch it if need be, or he'll just go f- field it. Right. And so uh, as far as that stuff is concerned, absolutely. I think he does a good job with that stuff because um, that's that's a big part of it. I mean, I've I've been a part of – uh, game-changing, career-changing deals as far as uh, you know, dropping punts on on games that that change the output or outcome of of uh, a game in a season, and and that's that can be huge. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. What was your message to your seniors after this game? And we're going to talk about you are going to have another opportunity. We'll talk about that in segment two. But what was your message to your seniors? Uh, well, we talked about. Uh, I mean, after the game, just you know how, how much I've enjoyed uh, coaching them and and. Um, appreciative of, of of their attitudes they've just been fantastic and, and uh that because that was the end of the run you know what i mean obviously we're, we're playing another game and we'll talk about that but um but that, that that's a different game than going to play elder this coming that's week right, sure. you know what i mean it's right. certainly it's a it's a whole different deal so there, there was a, an end of a run at the end of the day that's unfortunate reality um, and I just said how, how appreciative I am. I mean, this is they've been a joy to coach. I mean, they really have. They're a spectacular group. They've they have not had a, a fantastic road here as far as I'm sure that four years ago what they signed up for, um, this wasn't exactly it for them, you know, and, and and that could lead to a group that's not fun to coach. You know, I mean, I've, I've had certainly had Especially years. in this goofy year where you could have checked out very easily. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, it's, you know, they, they, I'm their fourth coach in four years. There hasn't been stability. The, the guys signed up for Moeller because they won a win state championships, and that wasn't uh, a part of the um, – what what transpired here by by any stretch during their four year run, unfortunately, um, yeah, just happenstance that they they happen to be in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, just nothing's been exactly right, and and that could lead to guys being having crappy attitudes and and not being fun to coach and wanting to complain about every little thing, and, and that has not been this group. I mean, I uh, 
they have been a pleasure. I've been a part of championship teams that, that have, um, you know, been hoisting trophies at the end of the year that have been far less enjoyable. Like, Let's turn coach. this damn yeah. page and move. Yeah, you know, and, and whereas the, this team has been, and these and it's, it's, it's a tribute to the seniors, it's a tribute to the leadership there. They've been fun to coach. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, they, they literally have been fun to coach. I mean, uh, we've had to deal with less drama on this than I've um, – than I have in the past, I guess I would say for sure, um, by a, a landslide. So that's that's a tribute to them because they probably had more reason to to have things to complain about than many other teams I've been a part of, and and they didn't. They they just hey, we want to go win, we want to go have a great attitude, we want to go play football, um, and it's been fun to, to coach those guys. And then my message, you know, to the team yesterday was hey, we, we want to send these guys out. This this group that's that's led it to be that, uh, led it to be an enjoyable experience for everybody. Um, they deserve to go out the right way, and I want to send them out the right way with a win this coming up game. Um, so let's go out, and, and even though it may not be playing for the, the next round of the playoffs, uh, we're, we're playing for these seniors to send them out the right way. We're, we're, for the seniors, it's an opportunity to get another game, to, yes. to get more um, – to play together one, one time. last time, right. um, to get a little bit more film for, for guys that weren't playing college and aren't committed yet. Um, and then also that's the same thing for the juniors. I mean, it's to send the seniors out the right way because we respect them, uh, we care for them a great deal. Um, it's to have a positive vibe at the end of the year going into an, uh, the next year's season and um, and for them to get opportunities to, to get filmed for themselves to get recruited because the junior year is an important year. No question about it. We'll talk about that upcoming game uh, that Moeller has scheduled that's allowed this year in, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. If you're knocked out of the playoffs, teams can schedule multiple games if they so desire. Moeller is going to play another game, and we'll talk about that when we continue. It's the Moeller Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com on the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny only on Local12.com on the Local12 News app. Welcome back into the Muller Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder. Let's look ahead to, uh, to one more game. It will not take place this Friday, but a week from Friday, October the 30th, Moeller will travel to Fort Thomas to take on Highlands, two uh, of the preeminent programs arguably in the country. Program-wise, Highlands, uh, one of the most storied. You guys, one of the most storied. Um, so, you know, if you want to put this on paper, we, we've, we've got that. And it is, like I said, it's a chance. The, the OHSA is giving schools a chance to, to play extra games if they so desire. Um and it's funny, you know, a lot of times in Ohio, you get closure as a senior if you don't make the playoffs. And then you don't really know when the closure is coming otherwise because you're hoping it doesn't come until you get to Canton or you get to Columbus, depending on where the state championship is. This is closure one way or the other. And and you mentioned it, you want to send those seniors out on top with a good closure experience. Coming out of losing a playoff game, though, how can you make sure that guys, and especially seniors, go, hey, this game matters to you because this is it. Treat it that way. Don't treat it like, hey, we're just playing another game. And you've kind of mentioned that you don't think your guys will because of the way they've treated this whole year, and especially the senior class. Yeah, no, it, it's it's an opportunity to go compete, to play the game that we we all love so much. you know. And, and that's um, – I, I think that's the, the big point is um, – I mean, if, if the only reason you're playing for is a state championship, then there's only going to be eight teams that, that played a meaningful sure. season, you know, because there's just there's only one team per division that, that's going to win it. I mean, um, 
you know, we get an opportunity to go play, as you said, one of the, the nationally recognized uh, strong tradition programs. And, and um, you know, that's, that's a great opportunity. Uh, would love to be able to send these these seniors who I think the world of out the right way uh, with a victory and um, you know that would be that would be great I mean they deserve that and and so um, I, I think that our guys are going to have a fantastic attitude I and mean, we're, we're toning things back a little bit this week I mean it's been a physical yes, season yes. you know it, it has we can I talk mean, about this. you've played what what the SEC is going to go through and they still got six more weeks of butting heads with each other yeah. of I, I think those teams when they get to after the season, they're going to look and go, whoa, that was a lot of football. Not just uh, – that was a lot of grind. And for you guys, there was never – we've talked about this. There was never a week off. I mean, there was never a, hey, let's get some backups in kind of a day. Sure. I mean, this, it was a, it was a grind. Yeah, no question. I mean, I, I mean, every team on there – I mean, you look at Bishop Hartley. They're known for being a tough physical football team. Um, East Central, their, their O-line was, was yes. the most physical O-line we saw this year, bar none, bar – I mean, I, again, I'm just talking a yes, line no, right, yeah, in right. the trenches, yeah. O line wise, more physical than Trinity, more physical than St. X. They were the most physical O line that we saw this year. Uh, and then we played uh, the GCL and then got X twice, and Hamilton went four and two in the GMC. Sure. This is a physical. So we're giving our kids some time. We're, we're going to practice twice this week. We're just going to roll the ball out, no meetings or anything. We're going to practice today. We're going to practice on Thursday. But that way they got, you know. Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. We didn't meet with them over the weekend. Um, got what this Wednesday, and then again Friday, Saturday, Sunday off coming up. So then we'll, we'll get a full week of practice in next week, um, in preparation for that last one. But yeah, I mean, I I want to send these guys out the right way. The kids want to um, have an opportunity to play one last well, game. Mark, and here's the thing, and, and, and as a high school basketball coach that I am, I know my message when we start next week is going to be, guys, listen, this is going to be a four month grind. It always is. There's going to be ups and downs. But, but here's what the guys in the spring didn't get. They didn't get a season. And yeah. so, you know what? You're getting a season. Your guys got a season. We didn't know back on July, whatever it is, if you're going to play one game, two games, zero games, five games, whatever, yep. you're going to get another opportunity to play a ninth game. I think I'd, I think I'd relish that moment if it was me. Yeah, no, I, and I think that our guys will. And that's where, yeah, I mean, even, even as you're going – you're holding your breath. I mean, like we're in week two, week yes. three, and you're and you're still just sitting there saying, like, you know, every, every time somebody brings something up about the, you know, the pandemic, you're just like, God, I just, you know, <laughs> hopefully they don't they don't pull the plug on this thing at, at any moment. So, um, you, you know, you just you worried about that all year long, and and so and you got a season. We got a season, and we've got an opportunity to to send this thing out the right way because typically you don't typically you unfortunately that if if your team's worth a darn usually you don't get to end it the that's, right way that's right because you know, you're in the playoffs you're in the playoffs unless you win a state title only one team it. gets yeah. to end it the right way right. so um usually you don't that's just unfortunate and and uh so we've got an opportunity to to um to end this thing on a positive note so I think our kids will be excited to do so. Yep. Uh, let's talk about this Highlands team. They do come in three and three off of a loss to Covcath, forty-two to nothing. The score is probably the one thing that sticks out. The loss isn't Covcath hasn't lost a regular season game in three years. In fact, they've lost just one game uh, in in the last four years, and that was to uh, in a state championship game a couple of years ago. So that in itself, the two games prior to that, shut out a Boone County program that's been struggling for years. 
shut out a Connor team that beat Highlands twice last year, so that was a, a quality win for them. Their other loss, and you know Kentucky football pretty well, Mark, from coaching in Kentucky. Uh, Boyle County in the Danville area has always arguably been one of the two or three best programs in the state. They got hammered pretty good there, 46-7. to it, it, It's hard to tell by their scores because the last handful, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a lot to a little or a little to a lot, and so that can be hard to evaluate, I'm going to guess. Yeah, no, no question. So uh, I, I haven't really done much with the film yet. We we exchanged some film, but uh, and I'll start breaking it down today, um, just to try to get a prelim. I mean, we're gonna go out there and call what we call and do what we do. I just want to make sure we match up yeah, well right, with right. them. Um, I mean, it's not like we're gonna do a, an overly extensive. We're, we're gonna we're gonna game plan to win, but we're we're gonna we're gonna do what we do. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is gonna be a a let's let's get better at what we do. Um, let's play what we play and, and do it well type of game. So um, I haven't got to see much of it yet. But, yeah, I mean, the last handful of games, I mean, Cubcath is a they're, they're a powerhouse. I mean, they're a really, really good football program there. And, um, you know, so as far as that stuff is concerned, I think that, uh, you know, that, that can be a little bit deceiving. They, they, they smoked a couple teams before that. I, I think that this is a – a good football team, a good football program that they got a lot of youth. I mean, they got a sophomore quarterback a little bit that I have seen. I mean, yeah, he and he's around. a huge part. I mean, they've, they've got like sixteen hundred yards total offense, and he's accounted for twelve hundred of the sixteen hundred. That's a that's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of, on a sophomore shoulders. Yeah, no, he runs around a bunch, and, and he's a ball player. So, uh, as far as that stuff is concerned, you know, I, I haven't gotten deep into them yet, but. Um, we'll, we'll do that later. We're, we're going to be pretty basic. I mean, not that we're ever super complex, but, but, um, we're going to be pretty basic. We're going to run what we run and, and, um, and try to go out there and, and play well with what we do, uh, really is what we're going to do. And, uh, but I'm excited to get an opportunity to go play there. You know, the, the Highlands, I mean, Dale Mueller, the former head coach, yeah, he, he coached some ties me, there. That's yeah, right. There's he coached there. me in yes. high school for a couple years. Uh, before Coach Allison took over uh, my junior and senior year, but, at Sycamore, um, yeah, at Sycamore, but um, but yeah, so I mean, I've known about this program for a long time. I mean, I've been through there a bunch of times recruiting. Uh, there's a great tradition, great stadium, the whole deal. I mean, it's going to be a fun, neat atmosphere, and 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 I'm excited for the opportunity. And and, and, hats, and hats off to them for 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 opting to schedule this because they could have chosen. Hey, let's let's give ourselves a cupcake opponent late here in the season. That's I think right. they want to get themselves ready for probably another round with Covcath down the road. That's right. No no question. I mean, I, I talked to, to Brian the other day, and they're – I mean, they're a little hesitant probably about the game because they're getting ready to go play a, um, the following week in the opening round right. of the playoffs. So I, I get where they're at, but that's exactly right. Credit to them because um, I will say this. I mean, um, we have a hard time playing local teams, you know, and I, I, don't, no think, I don't think it's us uh, from everything. I haven't been around long enough to know. Uh, but I don't think it's us. I'm, well, I think I'm, you see. I think you saw that in the seating process. Yeah, well, I, I think that there's, uh, you know, and credit to uh, Coach Haynes. I mean, we're playing. We're playing East next year, which is great. Um, but I don't think. I don't. I don't think that we have the easiest time scheduling people, despite when when they'll they'll rank us low. Um, but but they they don't want to play us. So um, I guess I'll just say it how it is. You know, I I give these guys a ton of credit sure. for. Um, for playing us. I mean, they're, they're, you know, not that we're some juggernaut. I, I don't understand it. Like, that's where I don't get it. Like, um, you know, but but they're playing us right before their playoffs, and, and that's great. I, I wish that there was more teams that did that. I wish there was – there's something I'd love more than our first two weeks of the season. Um, 
I don't know why we should have to leave the city of Cincinnati to play any of these games. I get it once once the the GMC, which I played in, yeah, once um, they start conference, once play. they start conference sure. play, I get it. You know what I mean? But um, but I, I guess I don't understand but why they have we two would, open weeks. They have two open weeks. We should it should there should be a, a fight uh, on who who gets to play Moeller versus us um, having to travel elsewhere to play these games for whatever reason. So I don't know why that's the case. Again, um, you know, credit to, to Lakota East next year. Uh, Coach Haynes, I mean, who I've known for a number of years that, that um, they're playing us. But, I mean, some of these teams don't think very much of us. They don't rate us very high, and they also won't play us. Yeah, there's, there's no question about it. Um, but uh, Highlands is going to. And we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that game coming up uh, next week. Mark, I appreciate it. Certainly a, a good good run, even though the record may not indicate it. Yeah. I know you got a foundation built. We'll talk a little bit more about that foundation and moving forward uh, next week. But, again, a, a good run. And like we mentioned, you got one more chance to, to play one more chance to maybe uh, win a football game. Yeah, thank you. you I appreciate, appreciate it. I appreciate the seniors. No, no doubt. those guys. Today. No doubt. For the head coach, Mark Elder, I'm Richard Skinner. Thanks for being with us. This has been the Moeller Football Podcast from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.